If you're looking with someone who has pecs of steel and gold, this isn't the show yet. Good evening and welcome to the Dr. Zeus podcast. I never get tired of saying that. Tonight is another show dedicated to Tom Hardy. He's he's back. Oh my god. It's like it's like gremlins, okay? He's multiplying He's going to do SNL. Oh, wait, they're in quarantine. He's going to do Venom and Superman at the same time. I know that doesn't sound right, but if he did them, they'd be a lot happier. He's right here right now. Um, I'm Tom. Oh, God. Have you ever had a problem? See, sometimes... I've got a lot of problems. Feel really bad, can't they? Oh, but yeah. I'll tell you a secret. What? You're by? There's a way to get rid of problems. And tonight's story will tell you how it's called the... Oh, I know how to get rid of those problems. I'll watch your movies. Oh, my God. I mean, it it isn't enough that he played, in my opinion, the perfect anti-hero in Venom. And it was like a buddy comedy. My friend said she didn't know whether to laugh because she was like, I thought you said this was a scary movie. No, because it was Tom fucking Hardy in Venom. I was obsessed with that movie. I was so obsessed with it that I wouldn't watch it after I saw it in the theater. I had to psych myself up. It's like, okay, okay. The symbiotes, Eddie Brock, and, uh, you know, I mean, it was perfect. It, you know, and you can all love your Justice League shit all you want. Here's what I think of the, ju- here's what, uh, that's what I think of the Justice League. That's what I think of Ben Affleck playing Batman. That's like Goodwill Hunting Batman. You don't send Goodwill Hunting Batman to go out and about. It just doesn't work. Now, Henry Cavill is Superman. They should have explored that character a little more. Him making out with Venom, you know. I mean, come on. Why does Bane wear the mask? He wears the mask because, well, I could talk about it on the show, but I don't think it's, it's appropriate right now. He's reading books. If he could read books for another week, I'd be satisfied. BBC, CBB, what's that show called? Sea Babies or something? I wish we had that here in America. We don't. It used to be called Reading Rainbow, and then I don't know what happened. Um, and then there used to be the Sprout Network. My nephew, when he was a little baby, used to watch Sprout and Sprout TV, and then I don't know what happened. You know. Now they're watching Big City Green. Uh-huh. Although this isn't right. There have been a few times, well, not a few, several where I've caught my niece watching Family Guy and she's only seven and actually gets the humor. That's scary because, you know, Family Guy is really for grownups. But here she is just laughing away with a cookie in her hand. She thinks it's the funniest thing in the world. And I'm thinking, oh, God, she's her father's daughter. The humor, the the cars, you know. She's not into cars yet, but she's into, you know, dolls and LOL. Whereas my my father thinks LOL stands for lots of love. There's someone else I know who thought that, too. And no, it's an acronym for laugh out loud. I don't know. Who knows? So tonight, Tom Hardy, yes, Mm. we've talked about him at length. 
We talked about him at girth. And I will probably talk about him when he's in it. In and out, in and out. Now, I am opposed to remakes, but... And I say the word but here. Big, juicy but. Um, if they decide to remake A Clockwork Orange... Oh, my God. And Malcolm McDowell is still alive, so he could have a little bit part, you know. I could see Tom Hardy as Alex DeLarge in the Cockwork Orange. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. I, I I could see him in the Tombstone remake. Val Kilmer would be wedding himself. You know, one, one you know, barrel at a time of toilet paper. Oh, Tom Hardy. I mean, you know, I also could talk about some exciting news is that Chris Hemsworth, excuse me, no, Hemsworth is already on there. Chris Evans is on Instagram at last. An official account. People have, I've been following the Chris Hems, the Chris, uh, oops, Hemsworth. No, no, no. Brain recalibrate. There we go. The Chris Evans fan clubs on Instagram. I mean, he's. Marvel picked the perfect person to play Captain America. Okay, let's not lie right there. They did. He's hot. He's smart. And I mean, damn. And you know him and Bucky got it on. Come on. That always pissed me off. Captain America and Civil War. And you and he's making out with What's-Her-Face. And I'm like, no, no. You're supposed to be making out with Bucky. And Bucky knows that, okay? Bucky knows that. So, was I satisfied with the Avengers Endgame ending? Yes, although it could have been a three-way with Bucky. Because, you know, you just don't drop Bucky like that. You leave him with with um, Falcon. I mean, you know, Falcon Falcon don't go that way. Come on. He don't. He don't. What's Bucky going to play with? You know? <laughs> Poor Bucky. You know, I mean, shit, at least you should have taken him with you. Peggy, Bucky, Bucky, Peggy, Chris. I mean, Stephen, Bucky, Bucky, Peggy, Chris. Er, <laughs> oops. Bucky, Peggy. Um, Stephen, Bucky, Peggy, Bucky. Watch them. <laughs> I haven't been drinking. Don't worry. I don't drink or take drugs. I know you're probably debating that, but I don't. I'm a good boy. Sometimes. Oh, my God. Thank you, B-52s. I have the girl from Ipanema goes to Greenland stuck in my head. I told someone that earlier, and they said, oh, you mean the jazz song? I said, no. From Greenland. Do you think the jazz song went to Greenland? No, that was the B-52s. Mm, Tom Hardy. <laughs> Oh my god. You know, I will say that taboo series really confused me. I only watched it for the, you know, the nudity and he looked good in that in a top hat. Come on. But other than that, no. No. Um I know someone who loves The Revenant and I have said I liked it, but it was very violent. And yes, I know it happened and it occurred during Frontier Days. 
and that everyone then was violent. <laughs> you know? Um, okay, I'm, I'm looking at... Oh, okay, good. She's got clips. Have you ever seen the sea? I have. It's big. Yeah, it's so are powerful. you. So are you. Sometimes, like for the little crab in tonight's bedtime story, it's I hope you don't have crabs. Come on, Tom Hardy. Let's get real here, honey. I'm just kidding. I, I know he's reading a book about a tiny crab, but, you know, sometimes my mind wanders. Mm. You know... In this moment of Tom Hardiness, I could echo the the line. Oh, excuse me. <coughs> Don't worry, it's just a cough. I hate that we have to say that these days. In this land of Tom Hardiness, in the words of Fitty Cent, Curtis Fitty Jackson. Have a baby by me, baby. Be a millionaire. Have a baby by me. Be a millionaire. <laughs> See, I, I, I copyrighted him right there. I can't get in trouble now. Tom Hardy could read that and people would line up. I mean, here people are lining up to buy meat. They're lining up to go to the bank. They're lining up for Costco. They need to line up for Tom Hardy, okay? He's reading those stories. He could read the phone book for you all. You just wouldn't care. Here's what I want Tom Hardy to read. Stephen King, are you listening? I hope you are. And I'm going to send this to you. I want I want Tom Hardy to read all of your books. I mean, I like Will Patton, but I would actually read this. I would listen to the stand if Tom Hardy read it in his natural British voice. Okay. Because Sean Connery, I mean, he just can't anymore, you know. Sean Connery's gonna be 90. And I know I'm digressing. I'm digressing. Okay. Tom Hardy back, you know? Mm. Oh, Tom Hardy. It's the Dr. Zeus podcast. What else can I say? It's my show. We can talk about whatever we want. So let's see if I can find um, funny Tom Hardy. You know, let's see. This is for all of the Tom Hardy fans, you know. <laughs> mm. What is this? Is this it? Venom versus Predator versus Alien. Like a Royal Rumble situation. Gangbang. Let's just think about that. Oh, God. Here it is. Infamous. How envious are you and the rest of the cast of this guy? I mean, Ali Larson on one side, Beyonce on the other. <laughs> Gay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not remotely. <laughs> hey, you're handsome, Bob. Handsome, Bob's gay. No, I'm gay. Oh, oh, oh. Thanks, Bob. I don't know. Oh. HD and hundreds of millions of dollars worth of assets, and he's done an exceptional job. I'm really proud to be part of it. You in, mate? <laughs> Mike in face. <laughs> sorry, sorry. That's are you, right. That's are you right. in Mad Max for the long haul for the old sequels if it works? Oh, of course I am, yeah. And these things are always subject to uh, approval. You know, and then whether or not the. As long as Charlize isn't in it. How this adventure? Tom. How did... Yeah. Yeah, I'm uh, seen it on camera. Okay. Awesome. Well, thanks for that, bud. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, we love. Oh, shut up. <laughs> so you decide. No, it's good. It's good. You de- so Brian, you decide. You know. I can drink.
about his sexuality. But given oh, here it is. And we're an LGBT news organization. And our question is for Tom Hardy. In the film, your character Ronnie is very open about his sexuality. But given interviews you've done in the past, um, your own sexuality seems a bit more ambiguous. Do you find it hard to <laughs> look at his face to talk to media about their sexuality? What on earth are you want about? <laughs> I was referring to an interview given to Attitude. You're not Barbara producers. Walters. But what is your question? I was wondering if you find it difficult for celebrities to talk about their sexuality. I don't find it difficult for celebrities to talk about their sexuality. Um, are you asking me about my sexuality? Um, sure. <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> um, Told you. Thank you. Okay. And so how do you keep yourself calm? How do you control your, your the turmoil within? Missing. He fucks a hole. That's what he does. You know, people... Sometimes late at night, I think of Bane without the mask. You know, I think of him with Catwoman as they go to Bruce Wayne's house to play Twister, naked Twister. You know, Catwoman can just throw a few down. I mean, she just doesn't knit on weekends. She makes moonshine. <laughs> she makes catastic moonshine. She makes the kind of moonshine that it doesn't even need any catnip. I mean, fuck it, you know? I'm drinking um, lemon and honey, not booze. I know, you're finding that hard to believe. I, I know my listeners, they like a good challenge, you know? What's she gonna talk about tonight? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I forgot. Oh, shit. We'll be back briefly. And we're back on the Dr. Zeus podcast. How could I forget? It slipped my mind until today. Gloria Vanderbilt. Good evening. Good evening, my dear. So what do you have to tell us? Well, you know, up in heaven, I did receive some good news. And sometimes it is good to social distance, and in my case, I'm dead. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. At last, I am a grandmother. I thought you were already. Well, kind of, but my dear, sweetheart... It's taken a while. My youngest has had a baby. But how did he birth it himself? Oh, sweetheart, you're funny. No, he had a surrogate. What about Benjamin? Oh, sweetie, we don't need to talk about that piece of ass. No, Anderson is smart. He wouldn't have a baby with that. He managed bars, not babies. I taught Anderson well. You marry, and you make sure he knows how to change a diaper. Not just yours, but the babies. Oh, very interesting. I'm not going to ask you that question because it's disrespectful. Oh, you can't, my dear. I didn't wear Depends. Didn't get to that point. We're almost a year into you being dead. You have anything to say about that? 
life really does go on. It continues, but not in the capacity that everyone else thinks it does. So do you, are you able to FaceTime with Anderson? Oh, you're funny. As a little Texas friend, I know he'd ask me an inappropriate question. No, but Anderson knows I'm always with him. What do you think of the name? I mean, Wyatt Morgan Cooper. Oh, my dear, I was crying downstairs. It it was better than when I created those jeans, the Gloria Vanderbilt jeans. Those jeans rode a long time into the sunset. But now my legacy is complete. It is complete. I am just so over the moon. I don't think people would understand that term, but I'll tell them. Over the moon means that she is just emotionally, she's there. Well, that's like when your city slickers ask, why does she talk like that? It's called money. I had private tutors. Thank you, Gloria Vanderbilt, and congratulations. You are a gamma now. Oh, sweetheart, you don't know how excited I am. Unpleasant dreams, fans. And yes, thank you for tonight, Unpleasant Dreams.